Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Over the Boards podcast. My name is Matt Duke here in studio with Jay Ashdown and Vinny Cristiano. Today we're going to talk about the Islanders' hot streak. We're also going to talk about the Arizona Coyotes and a couple trades that happened as of recent. So for today's episode of the Over the Boards podcast, let's go. Islanders have won 10 straight. We'll just hop right into it this week. Yeah, we'll hop right into it because uh, I didn't know this. Yeah. I had no clue Seems until like I checked Seems like they're um, So they, I, when they came to play the Sabres, I don't remember how many they had won straight at that point. That was last Saturday. And yeah. someone was like, oh, they're on a win streak. It's like, okay, well, that's pretty cool. But, yeah. Um, they are They are really good. Yeah. Yeah, they are kicking it. Um. So, in terms of goaltending, a lot of people were worried that um, with Varlamov as opposed to Leonard, that they weren't going to be as good. Is it Varlamov or Varlamov? Does I always it matter? do Varlamov. Varlamov? It doesn't really matter, but... I've heard it both ways, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Either way... I just go with however Doc pronounces it, and he says Varlamov, so... Yeah. He's been known to pronounce things wrong, though. I don't care. Uh, he pronounces it cool. Fair enough, And yeah. it's Doc Emmerich, so... <laughs> Literally the worst play-by-play man in NHL history. I wouldn't say that, but I definitely would not say he's the best. Um, he's, he's exhilarating. Who's the best? Rick Jenneret. Hands down. Go Sabes. Can't even argue I would. That. I would say that in his prime, Rick Jenneret is the, is the is probably one of the best, if, you, if not the best. If you look up like top top Here's ten sports thing, calls though, of all time, Rick Jenneret. That's true. He's got like three. He's got like three of them. Like three. Yeah, he's great, but like. I didn't really think this conversation went to, oh, we're going to talk about every single team's announcer. Usually when you talk about announcers, you go with, like, the national ones. Oh, well, that's just the best. That's yeah, I, don't, I, I mean, if you want to go with just, I mean, you could bring, if you want to go with just every single announcer then, and, like, okay, you could have two different conversations, but, Vince yeah. Kelly. I'm just kidding. Vince Kelly was great. He was awesome. Joe Buck, was so, so much awesome. energy. You know what? I, I get. I'm gonna say this real quick. I know it's a hockey podcast. I get so tired of people just crapping on Joe Buck. I love Joe Buck. He's got a. He's got a great voice for it. I yeah. will agree with that. B. He's he knows a lot he's about incredibly sports. Incredibly knowledgeable. Um, but I think just his there's some. I think his like use of energy is sometimes misplaced. Well, it probably had to do with the fact that he had to have surgery on his vocal cords. 10 years ago. Okay. I mean, he's yeah. got to control his voice. He can't just be crazy all the time for every single Right, game. but like in like that one play where the running backs running for like the the kickoff return with like say something else besides the dude's last name over and over again. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, we, we know which one you're talking about when you just said the running back. Hold on. A little, it's <laughs> <laughs> Joe Buck is the namesake for both of my fantasy football teams. Um, yeah, Joe that's Buck Joe Buck yourself is the name of my teams. Um, oh, here it is. It's the Mitchell call when he just says Mitchell over and over again. Yeah, let's see. Well, you do know that that was around the time that he had the surgery, right? 
Yes, Jay, but my point is that... My point is the guy who just got surgery on his vocal cords should be screaming his head off. <laughs> Even right. though... But that's not is an is ice- Jay, that's not an isolated incident, though. Hey, McJagger had surgery on his heart, like... A year ago, and now he's on tour. <laughs> he had surgery on his heart. That's why he was able to sing the previous 40 years. Well, no. He, he's back on tour now. This is the difference between your heart and your no, vocal cords. it's the difference cords. between a rock star and uh, NFL announcer. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. It doesn't matter. But the Islanders, I guess, are good at hockey. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot they were talking about the Islanders. We always get off topic. We always get off topic. I didn't realize we were like that far off topic we that we were just talking about t- Joe Buck, and he was like, "Yeah, oh, by the way, the Islanders, yeah, they're good." Off, <laughs> off the topic podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sweet. All right. The uh, stars have seemingly turned their season around a bit. Yeah, I'd uh, say so. After a lackluster start, they're now eight, eight, and one, which is not terrible. Pretty sure they started like what, like one six and one to yeah. start the season. They did Another not eight, have eight a great start. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they've they've won well. four in a row. Yeah, so that's pretty good. No, they, no need to panic. There the, never was. The real big thing is now they're now five three and one at home, mm-hmm. which is big for them. I mean, if you're gonna, and I think Joe Pavelski is finally settling into his role with that team. Yeah, I think there was really high like pressure on him as he joined. Um, the roster to begin the season because there, he was a captain and yeah. and now he's not. He's but a he's, high profile yeah. player. That that's gonna happen for just about anybody, but especially for a guy like Joe Pavelski, he's got to find a way to settle in there and get some chemistry built. And I think he's gonna have a really good season. Speaking of Doc Emmerich, what's the call from NHL 19 where he's like, "You got to defend home ice" or something like that? I forget what it is, but he says it all the time. I didn't play NHL 19 enough to. Oh, I did. I, I know more that. Eddie O uh, NHL oh. 19 commentary than I do Doc. I probably know more Doc, but you know. The first goal <laughs> is a big one. <laughs> <laughs> I still think that the best. Um, Carries it towards the pine. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what else I don't like about Doc Emmerich? Is he calls the net a cage. I can't I stand awesome. that. I, that's one thing I just cannot stand. I really outside of a cage. Um, Dude, he calls everything like weird slang terms. <laughs> like i he's like the, he's only, the only person, person to ca- ever say waffle boarded. Yeah, he's the only person I've ever heard like call the boards the pine. I think right. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he says a lot of like weird stuff that like I've only heard him use that slang ever. Yeah. Which I don't mind that's as much, like the like the whole like when he says waffle board, it's like okay, like sh- that's your thing, but that I saw this is kind of unrelated because this is not as uncommon of a word, but I saw something on I think it was Twitter that said if you want to play a drinking game during the playoffs, take a shot every time he says ricochet and you're gonna die <laughs> after like the second period. Yeah, it's such a great word though. He uses it so much. Hey Jay, spell ricochet. <laughs> Uncle Rico. And then Shay. It's R I C O C H E T. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Um, Good job. Thanks. <laughs> hey, um, hey, hey, Matt. Carolina, go. Oh, God. Um, oh. <laughs> Timo Teravine and Sebastian Ajo. 
Peter Morazic. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Time out real quick. I don't mean to uh, – do we keep track of how many people he got from – um? No. Who, who do we do first, the cool. first week? Do we do Anaheim oh, the first week? Boston? Oh, no, we did Arizona. We did Arizona. And Boston doesn't count because you love Boston. So I think he did like six or five. I'm pretty sure it was five because I could remember how many. He did five. He did five. So right. I, I think got should, both the goalies. I did. That was pretty cool. Let's. Like right I'm gonna bat. keep track of the bottom of our. I don't know if I could get both here. goalies from Carolina. Oh, I'm keeping track up top. You see, I'm tallying. But I'm just gonna keep track of the past teams, and then at the end we can be like, oh, he did this best on this team, or whatever. All right. Continue. Sorry. The team's gonna be Boston. So I said Timo Teravainen, Sebastian Aho, uh, yeah. Peter Mrazek. Yeah. Um. I had one. Oh. Uh. Svechnikov? Yeah. Yes. All right. I pronounced it right. I wasn't sure how that I mean, went. Even if you're yeah. there, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's still on the team, but I'm going to rip it anyways. Justin Falk? Mm. No. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, traded. I knew it. I did know that, and th- that's why I wasn't sure. All right. Um, if you can remember what team he got traded to, though, that will help you later. Did he go to the Wild? Year. No. no. Remember the Wild stink. <laughs> I don't know. Um, hold on. There's another guy with an alliterative name, isn't there? I mean, most hockey players have really, really great names. Yeah, that's true. Um, oh, God, I'm not doing well. Am I missing somebody big? Um, yeah. Ah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, you're missing their captain, so. That's true. <coughs> yeah, I'm throwing in towel. It's a, okay. Wow, I was really going to, wow. like, try. I would. I was gonna about to push you on some of these. Yeah, I was about to try and get well, once you say once you say something. They just, well, they just recalled, first of all, Art, uh, Arto Lutzerainen, so you should have gotten that one, but whatever. <laughs> but Jordan Stahl. Oh my God! That uh, was the one I was kind of like, "How?" Jacob Slavin, yeah. I'd say. Uh, Joel Edmondson was part of the Falk trade. Falk trade. Um, Hayden Flurry, uh, Trevor Van Riemsdyk, Rask. No, no, Victor He's Rask not is not there. He Nino Niederreiter. Yeah. He's the, the one, one who got thinking. traded to the Wild. Nino Niederreiter is the one I was thinking. The alliterative name. Yes. Yeah. Timo Teravainen and Nino Niederreiter are the two. Yeah. Um. So did he get Eric Howell? Did you get the goalies or no? I got one of them. Yeah, you got, got Mrazic, but you didn't get Reimer. No. Okay. Um, I didn't expect him to get James Reimer. Zingle. Zingle. Yeah, you yeah, did Ryan miss Zingle. Zingle. Um, um, Eric Howell. I should have had him. Yeah. Yeah. I probably some of these I I probably wouldn't have gotten. Does it count if you get the coach? No. No. Okay. I mean, I just didn't know anymore. like for the future. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like an easy. Well, yeah, but I just mean like for other teams, like See, you know, I know that one. <laughs> it's, well, yeah, but I just mean like that for some teams that might be a, a gimme as opposed to like other teams. Like, is he really gonna know, uh, like, who is the San Jose Sharks coach? Like, you know, is he gonna? Who's know the that? Stars coach off the top of your head? Lindy Ruff. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Hitchcock. Okay, I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll mark you down as five then, and say that you got Rod, Rod Brindamore. All right, sweet. But uh, wait. So he just did Arizona. Who's we don't Arizona know the Arizona. Coach? You're not going to know the Arizona I'm coach. Not Arizona no. Coach. That's part of the reason I said that so early. And then That's obviously fair. you know the Bruins coach, but we don't keep track of how many players you got on the. Well, so you have the Bruins, a whole bunch. 
the Coyotes at five and the Hurricanes at five. Yeah. Rick Tockett is the coach of the Coyotes. Bruce Cassidy is the coach of the Bruins. <laughs> Classic. Okay. Good job, Duke. Kind of, not really. But no, okay. the Hurricanes is a weird roster because there's not really a lot of well, like. There's been a lot of turnover in the last yeah. year or two. Yeah. So I, I didn't really realize it until I, like we went through the names. And right. I was like, oh, God, like some of these guys haven't been there like long at all. Like, right. Joel Edmondson's brand new, and uh, even Eric James Ho- Reimer's brand new. Eric, Eric Hollis, Jake Gardner, Jake Gardner. Yeah. He didn't even say. We didn't even <laughs> mention Jake Gardner. Now he just no, pulled he that didn't. one out. Was he even on? Oh yeah, there he is. Yeah, he's on. I, I, I uh, that that's a, that's See, like a that's a minus on all of us. When you put me on the spot, it's like harder for me to recall names than it is when I'm just kind of like, going. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's weird. When you're kind of just like Charlie Coyle, yeah. <laughs> Dan Heinen, Jake Brusk. Yeah. <laughs> all right, but then I don't name Patrice Bergeron or uh, <laughs> or Brad Marchand Brad or, no, I didn't, or, I or David Pasternak, that was who yeah. by the way. Um, might just be like the third best player in the league or something. I don't know. Like nah, uh, nah. Patrice Bergeron's oh the best player. That's true. He is. Um. Uh, yeah. My but God. but but in all seriousness, he, he is, is unreal. So good. Unreal. Um. If you if you just look at his the games that he's played, he, he's just he just dominates the game, man. Yeah. He's excuse me, always in the right spot. Always making plays happen. He's he's like just too good for his own for the for the game. I think the way that he plays is just really a he. Obviously, I don't think he's anybody's a treat perfect, to watch. but he's he plays a, the game a way that you love watching a hockey game. When he goes on the ice, you're like, I I am so excited for this shift right Not now. Not only is he right now leading the league in goals and points, he's leading the league in points. And not only is he really dominating as a player, but like that line with Bergeron and Marchand, that's also a treat. Just watching the chemistry those guys have together. And Marchand is Marchand's leading the league in assists because he just passed it to Pasternak so much. Yeah, he's leading the league in assists, and he's still got ten goals this season. Yeah, that line is incredible. Yeah, Marchand also has the second highest plus minus in the league. Which just means that the team, it's not like their line is going out there scoring two and letting up one. I mean, right. they're playing good defense. Well, you're, that that's always a given when you got a pest like Marchand and then you know Patrice Bergeron in there. So yeah, and David Pasternak's very underrated too, as far as defensive prowess. Like he certainly doesn't like stand out or anything like as like Patrice Bergeron would defensively. Yeah, but he's not a liability by any means whatsoever. Speaking of another good line, Tuka Rask is also playing particularly well. Yeah, that's where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> who would have guessed? I was. I was trying to play off of your. Yeah, who who yeah, would? Who would have guessed? He has been playing well. Who would have so guessed that Tuka Rask would have been playing well? Probably everybody, because Tuka yeah. Rask is a generational he's been, talent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the all-time Toronto Maple Leafs, the Toronto Maple Leafs winningest draft pick of all time. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's an incredible thing ever. Um, another line that's been doing well, Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid, and James Neal. If that line that doesn't. That is one scary line right there. Yeah, but then you just look the rest but of the But then it just kind of, then the oh, it's Oilers, the Oilers. The Oilers and the Sabres have both kind of 
calm down in a sense. I mean, it's easy to calm down when you're like winning like 10 of 11. <laughs> right. Really, you really only have like one way to go. That's we could go 11 down. 11. But it's, it's, but it's really tough though. Edmonton is still 10-5 and 2. Yeah. Which is pretty good. Buffalo's 9-4 and 2. I mean, nothing to like, you know, Shake, what's that the saying? You shake a stick at? Yeah, nothing to shake a stick at, but. <laughs> Vinny, just say how you feel. You don't have to come up with all these uh, 1950s <laughs> analogies that nobody's heard of. You haven't heard that saying before? I've heard yeah, I've same. heard it before from, like, my grandpa. Yeah. Like, if I, I've heard that before Vinny, you from women from my uh, key club, then yes, I have. <laughs> You know, back when I was knitting in like fifth grade. <laughs> back, back when I visited my grandma in the nursing home. <laughs> Yikes, Vinny, how old are you? Eighty. I think I have the combined soul of an eight-year-old and also like a sixty-five-year-old because I would love to go home and play cars every day with Hot Wheels, but I also like to watch the news and say things like okay. "shake a stick." I'm an old soul too. It's okay, Vinny. You know, if you combine eight and sixty-five or seventy-three. Well, yeah, but then I can't bend my knees to play cars, so well, you it doesn't do it, work. If you do it the other way and you take the average, it's yeah. 36 and a half. You should do that in your head. <laughs> yeah. How? What? <laughs> <laughs> no. Let me see your laptop. Let me see the calculator. He hasn't. He didn't touch it, Jay. 65 plus 8 is 73 divided by 2 is 36 and a half. That's too much algebra for me. No, <laughs> Not a big deal. The fact that he did that's un- unreal. <laughs> I mean, it's really not that impressive when no. you like say no, it out loud. But, but it's, it's just, also it's like just dumb that it's nine twenty in the morning. We're all exhausted talking. Yeah. And about it's not like that nothing. early. Like it could be earlier. And, but I know, but we're all tired. The thing that made it seem more impressive is I just kind of said the number, and then I yeah. went through the process of how I did it in my head. And you're like, okay, like that's not too bad. The, like, yeah, the, the fact that you just kind of like said it, like, oh, ju- like matter of factly was. Yeah, yeah you were literally yeah. just like, Dan Heinen. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, good for you. That was impressive. Good job with the math there, dude. We're proud yeah. of you. You know what? We, we are proud of you. Should have majored in math or something. Made a lot of money that way, but I didn't, so here we are. <laughs> I'm a math major. <laughs> oh, boy. So. What were we talking about guys, again? It's, is this a hockey podcast? Guys, yeah. The Blue Jackets stink. Ha ha. <laughs> Are you sure? They're bad. That's unfortunate. Here's the thing. They're just like, they're a bummer to watch. Because I watch a team that's coached by John Tortorello go out, play their tails off every night. They're not getting bad goaltending. But they're going to put up like 35 shots. And maybe if we're lucky, two of them might go in. Yeah. They're just... They do have the second lowest goal differential in the entire Eastern Conference. Yeah. However, it's not very good. However, they are still. I'm gonna try and do some quick maths here. They're still just under half, just over half. I'm sorry, of Detroit's goal differential, which is awful. Oh my god. Detroit. Yeah, sure. At least we're not them. Detroit has scored 35 goals. And they've given up 68 goals. Which is a goal differential of thirty-three, which oh. I didn't—I didn't—I did not do that in my head. It's sitting here in front of me on the computer. Oh thirty-three. That so That's got to be awful. And that's uh, like NHL <laughs> video game numbers. Dude. Yeah, we're a month into the year. 
Well, not a time to turn around then, I guess. They're down a goal a day. <laughs> Columbus has um, a negative 17 goal differential. 35 goals and 52. So they scored the same amount of goals. Columbus's defense is just a little bit better than Detroit's. <laughs> Detroit is awful. Is so they, bad. Columbus, though, has the fourth lowest in the league. San Jose is a goal differential of 18. And L.A. has a goal differential of 21. Well, the Sharks never get goaltending, so that's kind of expected. And the L.A. is L.A. The, the, the L.A. <laughs> Just the, the L.A. L.A. is the L.A. <laughs> the L.A. Is the LA. The LA the Kings. L.A. Kings. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say hockey is not L.A.'s biggest sport. I would go. I would probably agree with that. Yeah. They have I two, mean, two teams in basketball. When you got the Chargers in, in that town, I mean, you're always going to be in competition with Any them. And you have the Dodgers. So. Teams in baseball too. Yeah, then the Angels. They have two teams in every sport except hockey. So they, like if they got two teams in hockey, it'd be just I would. It wouldn't work though. No, because no. hockey's not their sport. I mean, they, not really, but they kind of do. Anaheim. But no, it, it, it's a very, it's very close by. Yeah, so but it's. Still, I mean, because like the Angels are the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. They're still the Los Angeles Angels. But it's still like the proximity kind of thing. So. Well, they used to be the Anaheim Angels, and they moved to L.A., and then they became the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Those mean the California Angels. Well, they were the Anaheim Angels too. Yeah. They were California, then they were Anaheim, Anaheim, and then they were Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Okay. Yeah. But where do they play? Don't they play in Los Angeles? They play in Anaheim. Do they? That's where the stadium is. I'm pretty sure. The Nationals won the World Series. Yeah, they did. I just wanted to contribute that to this baseball discussion. Yeah. I like the Yankees, so I didn't have much to talk about. Oh, they do play in Anaheim. Yeah. Uh, the Angel so, Stadium of Anaheim. Yeah, so it's kind of like the same situation. Yeah. It's just that the. They're not the Los Angeles Ducks of Anaheim. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, as far as that proximity goes, they kind of do. So there was a period in the NHL where the where the Anaheim Ducks mm-hmm. were considered the mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. And it confuses people who don't know what they're doing when they go back and look at stats. Because I was talking to somebody the other day. We were trying to figure out who was the player that played on the most NHL teams. And this guy played on the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim for a year. And we were like, what does MDA mean? And it was just really, really confusing. So, but if you think about it, there's no there's no team in the NHL where their abbreviation starts with M, besides Minnesota. That was so stupid. <laughs> no, okay, so, no, here's the thing. Besides Minnesota. <laughs> no, all right. Gee, that I, was so stupid. <laughs> Stupid! Come on. Hold on. Here's the thing. So Did you know I was no team. This is how the NHL, <laughs> whose nickname is the Sabers, besides <laughs> Buffalo. It's the Buffalo Sabers. <laughs> no. All right. Come on. I, I want to clarify something. So I said the words. There is no team in the NHL with an abbreviation that starts with M. And when I said abbreviation starts with, I thought of the Minnesota Wild. So then I just. <laughs> Had to continue talking. What about Montreal? They don't. They don't exist. They're in. They're in Canada. It doesn't count. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. Come on, bud. The wheels have come off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was, that was horrible. Oh. <laughs> uh. All right. <laughs> so I wasn't even right. All right. Well, here I want to. Let's just. All right. I'll give you something the Blue Jackets do have. <laughs> They may have broken the lightning. They have Alexis Lafreniere. Not yet. 
But if they keep playing the way they do, they will. Although it might be hard to outsuck Detroit. <laughs> yeah. I did not realize Detroit was this bad. Detroit I knew was that very they were, bad. I knew that they were very they bad. They have not been good since Datsuk left the league. <laughs> right. Like, and, and I knew that this was a rebuilding season. And like, it's been a rebuilding it season be... for. Ever for Detroit, right. though. <laughs> Ever since, you know, the playoff streak ended. Like, they were like, okay, we, we got to try and finally rebuild this thing. But I guess I didn't realize that it was actually this bad. Do you think they're in competition to see who can tank worse? Who? Columbus and Detroit. No, because Columbus is not a team that's going to try to intentionally stink. You With Detroit? Know? Yeah. It... It helps. Detroit needs the talent. It helps Detroit that they have nine points right now. Columbus is thirteen. They're tied with the Rangers. They're one point behind the Lightning. They win a couple. If they win a couple games, they're just right back. They're right back in it. It's not hard. Right. Yeah. It's still early. It's too. Well, tr- it's too early Jackets, in the season. It looks pretty hard. Yeah. But yeah, I think the Blue Jackets may have broken the Lightning. Yeah, probably. It's like the Patriots and the Giants. Not really. Yeah, yeah I, I would know. Like, no. We're still talking about the Patriots in 2019. They're still relevant. They're still winning Super Bowls. The Giants didn't yeah. break them. <laughs> yeah, the Giants are definitely not winning Super Bowls also. Yeah. Although Daniel Jones looks nice. But we got to stop talking about other sports. Daniel Jones doesn't really look that good. He looks very good. I think he looks good. He looks good, but he doesn't he look without, that good. He won without like, Saquon Barkley. I didn't say that he like was going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, bud. I just said he looked good. He did win without Saquon Barkley. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's another big thing. All right, I, whatever. I this is not a football podcast. I didn't say he was the next Joe Montana. I think he doesn't look that good. I said you were like, like he looks like Joe Montana. He's probably the next like Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna clown this morning, Vinny. I am. <laughs> you know what it is? I'm still mad that school buses don't turn red on red, and it took me forever to get here. That's what I'm mad about. It's messing with what my mind. What are you mad about today? School buses. <laughs> it's got Vinny all muddled up. <laughs> it's got him thinking that I'm Minnesota go, and Montreal just don't exist. I'm going to go shake a stick at a school bus. And... <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, God. This uh, is fun. This is a fun podcast. I have to say, I, I was I was thinking about that yesterday. Like, regardless of how stupid I make myself sound and how I sound like I really don't belong here at all, I'm having a gr- I have to say I'm having a great time. Uh, you could I say that say you could say that um you like it sounds stupid or whatever, but I named four players from an <laughs> NHL team today. And you're on an NHL podcast. An podcast. And we have a game where you have to name players because we're skeptical that you could even do it. We all sound stupid at some point, and then you get clowned. You just feel like you could clown more because yeah, it's a, I don't know. It's you're more like, vulnerable, so yeah, you're more enough. likely to be clowned again. But yeah, so can I say since I have a the soul of a seventy three and a half year old or whatever we'd figure it out is thirty six and a half year old. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm not even gonna keep going because I'm just gonna. No, say it. Finish your statement. No, I don't need to. You can't start the sentence. Did you guys know that no NHL team has a D in the beginning of their name except for Detroit? What Dallas? Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> See, I did that on purpose. <laughs> all right. <laughs> did you guys take all the words off the document? I take off the topics that we talked about. No, it's just blank. Oh, all right, it's back now. Sorry. You Continue. gotta scroll to the top page, Vinny. <laughs> no. 
god. I was just kidding. I was, uh, I was in, in my defense, my computer just had a thing. I did that yesterday with my... Is it still recording? What? Is it still recording? Uh, Seems like it, yeah. All right, good. I had a thing. It happened yesterday. I was typing out a response to the one chapter I read in English, and well, suddenly everything was just... I closed my computer, <laughs> for it went and did something, and then I came back, and I opened it back up, and it was all gone. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's not great, and then it came back after I I just reloaded the page. So that's why you don't trust the Apple products, folks. That's right. By the way, if Alex Ovechkin were to play 82 games this season and continue on the streak he's on right now... 56 goals. Yes. That's actually what it adds up to. Yes, I know. Are you, are you scared at all? No. I would be scared. It, it was in the 60s last week. <laughs> That's true. It is going <laughs> it is going down. It is trending <coughs> down, and it will level out at about 42, and it will sit there through 82 games. He's going to have, like, 42 games by March, and then he's just going to, like, go, like, 20 games without scoring a goal. All right, now here's the thing. Okay. Let's say Ovechkin does not play all 82 games. If we do the math, and hit, so let's say he gets hurt, okay? It depends on how many games he misses. Well, he's not going to get hurt. He's going to play all 82 and still score. Because well, no, typically I'm, Ovechkin does. He's never – the last time he didn't play like all like 80 games in a season was 2012. So. Go ahead, Vinny. I just mean that let's say as he is getting bo- old and his bones are getting fragile and osteoporosis starts to set in. He what? So let's say he misses like five games, and he ends up scoring like forty goals in the season, and his and he would be a, he would have been on pace for forty two. Do we still give him credit for that, Jay? Or yeah, you think it's a game of hockey, man? Don't get hurt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, you. Yeah, no. So you're saying no? No. Okay, because the saying, first I'm word you said was 40, yes. I don't care if he gets forty two goals, he wins the bet. He's got to bury forty two. Okay, he's no got to bury 42. He's got to bury 42. So he doesn't play the rest of the season, and he scores 12 goals or however many he has right now. How many does he have? Well, he's got he's got 11. Yeah. 11 okay. Through 18. I was, so I, if he scored 12, he'd be at 23. No, I, well, I didn't say oh. score 12 goals tonight. I just meant. Well, no, I'm saying like if he scored 12 goals, that would put him at 23, which is just a little short of 42. That's, you, you misunderstand what I mean. No, and, he was asking how many goals he had currently. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which is 11. That's yeah. All. Yeah. So that's what we were saying. But then you said if he scores 12. No, I, I meant that as in, like, if he only, like, scores 12 like, in the season. Like, if he goes down in to, the next game without scoring yeah. and is out for season, then he'll Then, yeah, end. that's the bet. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. 42. All right. 42 exactly. 42 and 19. 15 and 07. In 06, people forget yeah, about that. Yeah, people forget about 06. Yeah. Back-to-back 50-goal score. Not many people do that. Yeah. Nope. He's elite. You know who didn't do that? Wayne Gretzky. Marty McSorley. You know. Oh, I'm proud you knew that name. He got traded who did, who to did, the Kings with Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. That's true. Man. For cash. Well, not just cash. He also got traded for a crap load of picks, too. Cash. Who was the other enforcer on the Edmonton Oilers when... Milan Lucic. No. (laughs) (laughs) When Marty McSorley and Wayne Gretzky got traded. Enforcer? They had two enforcers on the line. Ryan Reeves. 
Two enforcers on the line with Wayne Gretzky. Two enforcers on the line with Wayne Gretzky. Yes. I'm sure. Counter back. Yeah, because they were both. They could both score too. No, they're not an enforcer. Well, they were. That was their job, though. They protected Wayne Gretzky. I'm pretty sure that wasn't their only job, though. Whatever. When your only job is to protect, then you're an enforcer. Well, they're enforcers. They were. You're they not, were labeled not, enforcers. No, Marty McSorley and Wait. Dave Semenko. Oh, okay. Pretty sure they were both on the line with Wayne Gretzky. I don't oh, okay. I consider him an enforcer. Okay. He was. I'm just gonna let you. Hey, I'm gonna. I'm gonna argue you. with Jay on this one because he was. You okay? How do you spell his name? Please spell it for me. Dave S E M E N K O. Um. Okay, let's take a look. Two times Stanley Cup winner. Oh, he died. Yes, he did. Yeah. That's sad. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, he played for. His career was. Um. 11 years long. Yep. He played for Edmonton and Hartford and then Toronto. I got a question for you, dude. Hit me. Is Matthew Kachuk an enforcer? No. Why is he not an enforcer? Because he's not. Because he only fights one guy, Drew Doughty. That's it. Yeah. Why don't you consider him to be an enforcer? Because he doesn't fight all the time. What but does he fight sometimes? How many times does he hit people? Is he a hitter? Does well, he like body Dave check Samanko, people? He, is he a grinder? What is he? Dave Samanko would fight every game. No, he wouldn't. Yes, he would. No, he wouldn't. Yes, he would. He would not fight every game. Yes, he would. He fought often. He's not fighting every single game. He fought mm, a lot of games. He fought more than Matt Kachuk does. Dave well, Smanko, also a different era too. Dave Smanko in his first year with um, WHA. Okay, so it's not them. Okay, in his first year in the NHL. Okay, he played sixty-seven games. He had thirteen points, one hundred thirty-five penalty minutes. Great player. He had five hundred seventy-five games, eleven hundred and seventy-five penalty minutes, with seventy fights over his career. Seventy fights. That's it. That's a lot over an eleven-year career. Fights. That's almost a fight every like, game. No, it's yeah. <laughs> 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 like, what are you talking about? No, but seriously though. But I, I, I he is. I would say that Dasmenko is more of an enforcer than he and is. A, how many? But how many of those fights? Not, how many of those fights came out? That's not the word that you're supposed to use. Though. How many that's of those? A power forward. But how many of those that's fights? That's my point with Matthew Kachuk. How many of those fights came when Gretzky was in Edmonton? Is the real question. When did Gretzky leave Edmonton, Matt? I don't know either. I honestly can tell you. I was hoping that you would know it so that I wouldn't look like a fool for not knowing it. It was 19. Either like, isn't it like. 80. 90? It was 28 years ago when this article was published in 2016. Here. Do quick maths. An acknowledged enforcer, Semenko was Wayne Gretzky's on-ice bodyguard early in Gretzky's career in Edmonton. But he was more of a—he's more skilled than he is an enforcer, though. He had 65 goals and 153 points. Well, so more points. Wait, hold on. Dave Semenko left Edmonton before Gretzky left Edmonton. Yeah. So So all of his all of his fights in Edmonton were because of where. So I'm on. He got he got traded 
the year before. I think, Where's right? the fight column? I no, said, wait, I thought years. this conversation began because you said that he was treated with Gretzky. No, Marty McSorley was treated with Gretzky. Yeah, and he we just, all know that. So and why, he just, why was this David brought up? Dave Semenko and Marty McSorley were both enforcers. On this is what team. happened. This is what Marty happened McSorley right now. Was not an this enforcer. is just happened. This is not she the was. word you're supposed this to is, use. This, was. Is, this is what happened right now. Duke wanted to show us that he knew names of NHL players. That is not true. It is exact. Okay, that's absolutely that is not true. true. Is Marty McSorley an enforcer? What do you know Marty McSorley for? Do you know him for fighting, or do you know him for being a really good hockey player? I know him for playing with Wayne Gretzky. I know him for protecting Wayne Gretzky. No, you don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> you do. When you say Marty McSorley, I don't think, yeah, that guy used to stand up for Wayne Gretzky. Yes. No, you don't. Yes, he was literally the muscle. The, the reason Wayne Gretzky got traded with him is because Wayne Gretzky did not want to go away without Marty McSorley. Marty McSorley, um, in his career with Edmonton, which is four years long, he played 206 games, 748 penalty minutes. Great PIMS guy. That's a ton, bro. It is a ton. And he only had 60 points. 60 points in 200 games. And 700 penalty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, Jay. I'm going to be completely honest with you. The stats on the screen are trending towards Duke's direction. I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm not wrong about this. <coughs> I think my, not... my problem is, is the, you're using the word enforcer. Because they're both enforcer. enforcers. Incredibly I would, loosely. I, okay, I'm going to say that you are using the term enforcer loosely. No, I'm yes, not. Because I don't I don't. If I was using it loosely, then I would call Mac a I think, no, hold on. I think the reason that... That the I think Edmonton, I, using it incredibly Edmonton put the these two guys on a line with Gretzky because that was the nature of the game. The game was a lot more violent back then. Yes, the game was a lot more it's physical. A completely different era. But, but, seven hundred and almost fifty penalty minutes in two hundred and six games is a lot. When you say enforcer, I think of like Ross Johnson. I think of like Eric Bolton. Guys who are literally only on the I, – I literally think of Ryan Reeves. But okay. even then, Ryan Reeves' games has changed Marty a little McSorley bit too, literally, to a point where he's – Marty McSorley literally did a speech on what the role of the enforcer is in the NHL. Thank you. But he was – However, Dave, Dave, Cement, Dave Semenko was labeled Gretzky's enforcer. Thank you. <laughs> but you're, I just don't think that that's the right word for guys with the skill that those guys had. Why? Because you can't role, be an enforcer just because you have skill. N- here's the thing, though, when you use the word enforcer, that's not usually the thing that comes into people's mind when you think about a player. Just because it's not doesn't mean it's okay. Mensjournal.com has a list of the top twenty toughest, gnarliest, and most terrifying hockey players to ever throw a punch. Which yeah, is not the title that I was looking for. This article, <laughs> <laughs> no, the article when I clicked on it, I googled way. top NHL enforcers, and this one says the best enfor- enforcers in the NHL, and then this is the title of the article. However, it does say Marty McSorley on there, but it also has uh, Mark Messier, who was de- definitely more yeah, than an enforcer. You. Okay, Mar- yeah, Mark Messier. Messier. Messier was a hundred percent an enforcer. Uh, what, no. do you, what do you know Mark nope. Messier for? No, he you, was not you know 100 for? Do you, do you remember him for getting into fights with people, or do you remember him lifting the Stanley Cup over his head as a New York Ranger? Yeah, that's what I remember. No, when he was for. in New York, maybe not. He's on the same same list as Chris Pronger, who is... A, who is also an incredible player. He's an incredible player. Um, Bobby Orr, who was, I guess, good. 
maybe. Bobby Orr, yeah, he was kind of good. Here, here, okay, so Gordy Howe also. Let me, let, me, let me change the angle a little bit here. Okay, they protected Wayne Gretzky. If that's your point, perfectly fine with it. Did they get into a lot of fights? Did they take a lot of penalties? Best minutes? enforcers in the NHL, according to Ranker.com. Dave Smanko, Marty McSorley are all on there. I'm changing Dave my Smanko stance is from not you're wrong about this to maybe we're wrong about this how is we again, define okay. the word enforcer. This is, again, enforcer. not the right Marty list. Marty McSorley and Dave Smanko both say, like, they have both uh, classified themselves as enforcers. Yeah, that's, I think. But literally, we have lists that classify Mark Messier as an enforcer. So the question now becomes, what is an enforcer? How do you define that? Well, Mark Messier was a big guy that protected his teammates. So who was it? I can't, well, I can't. Mark Messier was also a guy that was an incredible player that led the New York Rangers to a Stanley Cup championship wearing the C on his jersey. So now, okay, yeah, so be, so so now in terms of Mark Messier though, Mark Messier, what would you call what would you call him, Jay? What would you call? I him? would call him a great player. Okay. Do you call him a great player? Would you classify him a power forward, a grinder? Call, absolutely a power forward. A power forward. Okay. Now. The problem is if you now, have a lot of skill and you score now, a lot of points, you're power forward. Now. You just said what? Repeat what you said slowly. Which part? If you have a lot of skill and you score if a lot of points. If you have a lot of skill and you're also you gritty, a points, you're a power forward. You're a power forward. Mark, Messier, Mark Messier's career in, we'll stick with Edmonton, 12 years. 851 games, just over 1,100 penalty minutes, which is almost the same amount that um, Dave Semenko had in Eleven years. in like a half of the games. But there's a difference in the role. Points, over 1,000 points with the, with the Edmonton Oilers. Mark I, I, Messi, just, I, I just no. can't call a guy who's got over a right. thousand points in it. But and, he's and not an enforcer. I would, class, I would classify Semenko and McSorley as, as enforcers, enforcers over Mark, Mark Messier. Messier is well, not an enforcer. Yeah. Well, that, I, will, I will definitely yeah. agree with you on that. I would. One. I would. This is what I think we're going to have to find a happy medium on. Mark Messier, there's no. He's not an enforcer. He's a power forward. I would say no. I would say but he's not an enforcer. I would. I would tend to say that Marty McSorley and Dave Semenko are just talented enforcers as opposed to um, more violent power forwards. And that's where I think it's a loose term. Because when you say it like that, I have a tough time not agreeing with it. Yeah, with but, the way the, but you're, the word you're, allowed to, being... you're allowed to agree with... Uh, an enforcer does not strictly have to be terrible at... T- he doesn't have to be not talented at all. Right. Just because a lot of enforcers... A lot of enforcers actually started off their careers with a good amount of talent and then they had to adapt their game just so they could get somewhere in the league. If you look at Rob Ray, Rob Ray led his team in scoring in the ju- yeah. in juniors. But then well, when he... Paul Bissonnet was a captain right. in juniors as well. <laughs> yeah. But then they Using realized to adapt to the way that professional hockey works, they had to take up a different type of game. And then when they got into the habits of being more violent and being and using more physicality in the game and not showing off the talent as much, that just became how they played the game. I mean, if you played pickup hockey with Rob Ray, I bet he could, I mean, like turn you inside out. Yeah. But yeah, even John Scott could turn you inside out. Right. Yeah. Well, that same thing. John Scott used to be an amazing hockey player, skilled hockey player, but it's a different type uh, of game. He's an All-Star game. And it's the fact. So I don't even know why we're. And the fact that. of the matter is that he's also what six foot six. Seventy. Yeah. Yeah. Dude's huge. So, I so you're allowed to say, and I think that, and you're allowed. So you're. I think you're allowed to make the classification that 
Marty McSorley and Dave Semenko were more so talented enforcers than they were physical power forwards. Well, I mean, power forward kind Our of implies fi- it. I, I, I understand that, but you know what I, do you know what I mean? I guess. That they're more, you know, they are not, the, a power forward like Matt Kachuk is a guy who's, he, now Matt Kachuk also is not as good. Era. Yes. Oh, but we, oh, then we'll, we'll translate back to Mark Messier then. Yeah. Mark Messier scored a lot of points. He led his team, and he was, was it the face of the franchise? in At the Rangers. Yeah. The Rangers, yeah. Yeah. When he but, was in Edmonton, he was either second or third as far as face of the franchise behind Gretzky, maybe behind Yard Curry. So, like I mentioned, Dave Semenko has, in his career with Edmonton, which was eight years, 981 penalty minutes in 450 games. Mark Messier, career with Edmonton, 1,100 penalty minutes in 851 games. So, like, 100 more penalty minutes for Messier in twice the amount of games. There's where the distinction is between Semenko, at least, especially, and Messier. Can we also just talk about what a ridiculous era for penalty minutes that is? That was awesome. Did you know that they yeah. shrunk the penalty boxes because they used to need them bigger and now they're not as big anymore? Yeah. You didn't know that because I just made it up right now. Sure. I remember, like, do you Did remember, you remember the video of, uh, I can't remember which team, I think it's the Bruins, the Canadians, when they were, it like, was trying, to yeah. the they're trying to fill the penalty fill. Yeah. What was, the, what was that that you showed me the other day about the Sharks only had, like, six people on their bench? Was that the Sharks? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Did you know what? 84.6% of statistics are made up on the spot. You just made that up on the spot. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah so. so at one point last week, the San Jose Sharks had six people on their bench, and a couple people got tossed out, a couple people got injured, and there's a couple people in the box. It was just kind of cool. Not cool, but, I mean, it was kind of funny, I guess. Uh, the Griffs and Union on Saturday each had, uh, I think, three people in the box, and Matt Hoover got ejected. So that was yeah, that's true. I watched that. Full. If you watch the highlights, Big my camera time. like gets right up and close. Like My camera zooms in right as, I think it was Austin Alger just throws somebody on the ice. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Austin um, Alger also bodied Matt Allen from Union. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely bodied him. Yeah. It was awesome. That was a huge... Uh, that's the game oh, the I didn't game. go to. Towards the so end of – Jay, if you, watch, if you pull up the the highlights again, did you watch the end of the game on the highlights, the yes. last, like, five minutes? I did. So you saw, like, the two fights – not fights, but the, – Everybody just kind of getting scrums. into scrums and yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. College hockey fight. Yeah, exactly. It was awesome. I was in Canada. I'm a real Griffs guy, so I was there. I saw you there. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that they what all – after the doing? game, they went over to the fan section, and you were, like, there with, right, like, two other back. people. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. three C block E board members. Nice. Represent. I'm really proud of you. Yeah. Can um, we talk about the two trades? Yeah. We got to start wrapping up too. Yeah, because we took about 90 minutes talking about what an enforcer is. Quick trades. Jay, good Jay trade both sides? About what an enforcer is. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so the Red Wings are bad. Yes. So when you're bad, sometimes you try to make trades. Yes. yes. The Red Wings made trades. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> great execution. Uh, they traded Alec Regula, who's a third-round pick defenseman, to the yeah, Chicago yes. Blackhawks <laughs> for Brendan Perlini. And then last night, uh, they traded Jacob Delarose <laughs> to the Blues for Robbie Fabric. Robbie Fabric. Yes. yes. <laughs> 
Good job, Jay. That was great. <laughs> Thank recap. You. Proud of you. That was a great recap. Good work. Uh, good trade both sides. Uh, the Robbie Fabry one's very interesting for the Blues. I, it's just kind of like one of those trades where you're just like, why? <laughs> like, why'd you do that? I guess because he's like a young guy and they like maybe like want to give him a chance elsewhere because he's not cracking the lineup, which is hard to do when you win a Stanley Cup and you only have one goal in the season like Robbie Fabry. But he was yeah. a former first round pick. He's shown talent in the past before a few injuries here or there. So I guess get a depth piece and let one of your guys try and flourish elsewhere in, in the other conference. Yeah. That's what that trade at least felt like for me. And then the other trade with the Blackhawks was weird too. Brandon Perlini was kind of in the same situation except without injuries. Wasn't cracking the lineup in Chicago. So he's now going to go to his third NHL team where he's going to have to try and get it figured out if he wants to consistently be a regular player. But as far as like overall talent goes, I mean, I'd guess that Brandon Perlini is probably more talented than Alec Regula. I don't know a ton about him, but it's like another one of those weird trades. Yeah, real quick before we go, um, Washington leading the uh, Eastern Conference, 25 points, Boston second, 24, Islanders in third with 22, St. Louis is leading the West, 25, Edmonton in second with 22, and Vancouver in third with 21, Vancouver a wagon, I love Vancouver, keep an eye on them, coach is winning, uh, Jack Adams, Ad- uh, Arizona is in fifth right now behind Nashville, 20 points, they're tied with Calgary, Vegas, and Nashville, all have all 20 points, good teams. all very good teams indeed. Jump to the Fantasy Hockey World tweet real quick, the Over the Boards podcast, Fantasy Hockey League. First is Kuznetsov's Coke with 840 points. Yep. You are pulling away, I'll be honest with you. I thought I was going to catch you um, two nights ago, but I did not. I have a lot of players playing today, too. Um, I have – it says you already have – set your change in points is 17.3, so uh, that must have been from last night. I only got one point. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm next with 780 points, so Jay has a 60-point lead over me. And Team J Ashdown, operated by Matthew Duke, is catching me. They have 753. It's a race for second So only 27 points separate them. And then the uh, the absolute joke of a team is in fourth, 279 points. So they're I I I'm going to be interested to see if they even break like 1500 points this year. They have 14 players playing tonight. That's huge. Um, huge. I don't have. Oh, I have quite a few. One goalie. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, mm-hmm. eleven. I have twelve people playing tonight. Andre Vasilevsky has not been playing very well. And I made the I wanted to talk about this actually. I'm sorry, I'm gonna do this real quick. I know Duke, you have to go. Vasilevsky, I said, is not that good of a goalie because he has a great team playing in front of him. It's amazing how the Lightning really actually need him to succeed because he's not been playing spectacular and Lightning are playing mediocre. Does that make any sense? Yeah. 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 That's just what I, I I just think that I I retract what I said about Vasilevsky. He's obviously a great goalie because he's not doing great, and now the team's not doing great. They're just doing like, eh. Yeah. Hockey. All right. Yeah. That's all we have for today. Indeed. If we missed on anything that we said in the intro, it's because Jay doesn't know what an enforcer is. That's true. We so did. I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah. Um. Even though you're the one who does the intros. Yeah. Um. I love it. But for today's episode of the Overboard Podcast, my name is Matt Duke. What? Jashtown and Vinny Cristiano. We will see you next time. And Make the sure. Minnesota oh. Wild. And I always keep forgetting to do this, and now our outro sound weird. But be sure to follow us on Twitter for news and updates on this podcast and the rest of our lineups. We will see you later. Dan Heinen. Yeah.